This episode is brought to you by HP+. In a world full of smart devices, isn't it about time your printer got smart too? Now printing is smart with HP+. And the HP Smart app is how it all happens. You can print from your phone with just a tap, no matter where you are. Even from your garage slash home office slash yoga studio. Huh, that is smart. HP+. Learn more about smart printing at hp.com slash smart. This episode is brought to you by PayPal. These days, choices are everywhere. Like, for instance, the milk in your coffee. Would you like it from a cow? A nut? A tree? Everyone wants options. And now your customers have a new option in the way they pay. With PayPal in person. Just generate your unique QR code in the PayPal app for them to scan. And start accepting PayPal in person today. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. Welcome to the Washed Up Email Podcast. Uh, we welcome Jeff Caudill from Gameface, and very happy to have him from the West Coast. Um, Jeff, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You got it. All right. <laughs> um, so everyone knows Gameface. Got your solo stuff that you've been doing. Um, take us back, you know, 93, 92, 91, 90, uh, even earlier. <laughs> yeah. um, who got you into music? Um you know, was it was it hardcore? Was it punk? Was it a brother? Was it a parent um, who kind of um, got you into music? You know, it, it was it was not, it was not a brother. I was the oldest, and my parents were not that cool when it came to music. And so, I, I think I, I have to say it was um, a our neighbor across the street. Um, they had a like a like a nanny or whatever. They had this is going to sound weird already but yeah but, um uh, they had an older like a teenage sort of teenage nanny for the for the for the kids and i uh, was over at, at their place a lot and got into her record collection ah. and that's where i kind of i stumbled up, uh, on like rem and the clash and a lot of those you know a lot, a lot of the sort of more hip indie sort of stuff at the, at the time um, and, I, and of course, I knew about all the classic rock on the radio at the time, but um, I, I didn't really get a glimpse into anything really cool until until you know her record collection. Nice. Was yeah, it? Was yeah. there? What, did she? Did she find out that you were looking through them, and then you know was like, oh, you should check out this, or was it kind of you heard those records and then you kind of moved on and? 
Um, yeah, I think she kind of encouraged it a bit. Um, uh, but yeah, like I, I just I came over and I, I and she she said, feel free to borrow what you what you like, and you know if there's any anything else. It, it wasn't we, we didn't you know this didn't go on for for too long. But yeah, she definitely was was pretty encouraging, and you know from there like really as, as soon as I you know listened to you know the, for the first REM records and and, and that sort of thing I was kind of off to the races you know finding my own stuff I was you know we had actually a really good record store up the street where I lived back in you know back in the early 80s so uh, a lot of stuff wasn't really that hard to find so with that with that record store was it was it this was it a shop owner that would you know mention records or was it friends letting you know about them or was it maximum rock and roll or well, the the, the 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 punk thing and the hardcore thing didn't really come until a little bit later. But like at, at this time, it was yeah, it was mostly like, let's go to the record store and see what see what's up on the wall and you know and, and what the, what they're playing you know in 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 the record store. But then from there, um, when I hit high school, and I met I, I met a few people you know, guys that ended up being in my first band. Then that's when the the punk and hardcore thing was like pretty blown wide open and we were trading records and every you know everyone could would basically find out about everything through you know the, the group of about six or seven friends that that knew about this kind of stuff you know it was everything from like like the brit indie stuff to you know like to a lot of the you know like the hardcore stuff and and uh you know everything from black flag to seven seconds to you know the even uh you from choice and a lot of like the you know the, the straight edge stuff down here that that I, that I kind of you know got into um, as well. So you so from those kind of getting older and I mean maybe you know started playing guitar and and hanging and being in bands was. Uh, the West Coast to me I, I grew up on the East Coast I did not mm-hmm. really experience that soul scene and there's a lot of bands that I just didn't you know like was it the same thing on the East Coast side like the hardcore punk kind of bands, they, if they didn't come across all the way, you didn't see them yeah. or it was kind of tough to get in. Can you, can you kind of go into a little more about sort of the, I mean, it was Orange County kind of, it was more Orange County yeah. than LA proper, right? For you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and for me, it was like, um, social distortion, DI, the adolescence, and it was all, it was a lot of, the, it was pretty strictly Orange County. And it wasn't until, you know, like I said, like later in high school where, Somebody, you know, I, 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 you know, somebody let me borrow their like Gorilla Biscuits record, and then all that, all the East Coast stuff started to happen, and then, and then I started. That was around the time where I started getting a little more serious about playing music, and and you know, so, so by then I, I, I kind of had a, a grasp on the the West Coast thing, and then like the East Coast stuff, and the, like the Discord scene, and the you know hard, you know, the straight edge sort of stuff, and and, and so I, I, I kind of had had it all put together but yeah for for a while there it was only you know it was only you know the descendants and uh big drill car and di the adolescents mm-hmm. and, and all that sort of west coast west coast thing it was uh i had a conversation with um a friend the other day and we were talking about the descendants and how we think like they were sort of the emo punk band because they talked, they like sung about girls and it wasn't about politics or anything kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I always thought that was kind of cool about the descendants um, for them. They, I think they kind of fit in the same circle. Totally. Oh yeah. I mean like 
Well, yeah, there is emo as as, as game face was. I, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, the, well, that term the term has, has been ruined. Really, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it has. Um, but but yeah, I mean, if yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how old you are, that what your definition of, of emo is. But um, but yeah, the, yeah, I mean, Descendants really made it okay for you know for girls to like that stuff, and it, it, you know it was an easy end for 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 lots of people that had no idea about punk rock and and, and you know like really um you should just check this out and then all of a sudden all my friends in high school were like oh you know everyone's everyone's into punk now because they like their descendants yeah but, but, but yeah they're, they're definitely an easier you know easier to uh digest and a lot of the, that other stuff yeah um I, I i met my wife much much later on but she said you know she grew up listening to you know punk but punk to her was like uh, exploited and English dogs and you know, really, you know, like a lot of uh, really abrasive stuff. And she said, you know, if I would have found the Descendants in high school, my life would have took a completely different. You know, interesting. Direction. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of interesting so, for her to say. That. I mean, it's totally true. You kind of you might go punk, you might go hardcore, but then the way that you kind of the bands kind of somehow lead you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of from the, the, the playing and influences on you playing guitar, was it sort of the same bands or was it more, I sense more R.E.M. than maybe the punk stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for me, like, you know, r- really the, the whole impetus of wanting to, you know, start a band came from that sort of college rock jangly stuff. And I mean, I love, you know, a lot of the punk and hardcore stuff, but I, I, I never really saw myself as as that as that guy, um, but I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, although we'll always credit, you know, the the Descendants and Seven Seconds and, and and those bands with you know kind of giving Game Face or our direction. But for me personally, you know, it's 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 you know uh, REM and Buffalo Tom and a lot of that sort of uh, late '80s, early '90s college rock kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I know Eric from Christy Front Drive um, said mm-hmm. Buffalo Tom was huge for him too. So it's interesting that you said yeah. that as well. I mean, um, from those guys, it's just it's just funny that you both mentioned that band. It seems to be they're more influential than I realized for a lot of bands. Yeah, it, yeah, and, and it's 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 great when you when you do run into someone that, that really knows about them because people that are into them are really into them. But then, but then every other person has no idea who, who they are. Yeah. You know, they're, they're very small, but, but yeah, I, I saw them, saw them last year. They're still, you know, they, they took some time off, but they, they, they put out another record and went on tour again. And, and I saw them at a little club and I felt, you know, I felt, I felt 20 again. It was yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. And then as you know, you were the, in bands and, and playing and, um, did you kind of notice sort of from the, the, the scene, was it playing with hardcore bands? Was it playing with punk bands? Did you kind of feel that you were fitting in or was kind of, uh, did, did it seem that it was really separated? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's pretty interesting because, and, and I've always tried to, we always get asked this question and I always try to answer it. And it's, 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 it's kind of, it's, it's kind of strange and, Kind of frustrating and and yet cool because we we never really did fit any one scene. 
which which was kind of cool because we we did play we played hardcore shows we played like the ska punk shows and we would play you know we would kind of be, we were able to fit in everywhere but because of that we weren't we didn't really fit in any one place so we really never we never really owned a scene like or or, or a scene never really owned us and which you know it, it kind of you know it, it, it obviously you can imagine it has its pros and cons like when we first started to play you know we were just kind of playing anywhere like parties and all that kind of stuff but then we stumbled into being friends with the guys from far side and uh um our, our first show our first our first show was in, in a well our first show in in that scene in that, in that hardcore scene was with far side and inside out and then we you know it was, then we got into that circle and we were, we were playing like the shows down in at this place called Toe Jam in, in Long Beach, and it was it was kind of a space where Spenders used to be, and we were yeah we we would kind of we start out in this we started out in the that sort of I guess you know for lack of a better definition like the, you know the sort of straight edge revelation kind of sort of scene, but we did we didn't really belong there at all, but we were on those shows, but eventually as we started to pick up a little more momentum we were asked to play, you know, we kind of crossed over and played, you know, more pop punk stuff and then over to, you know, like, because, you know, the ska punk thing was starting to get big too. So we did kind of jump around. Um, and I think that's even better. That's almost better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I definitely, I feel good about, about being that band that, that, that really, we didn't just, you know, we didn't have tunnel vision. Um, but, but it, it, but because we, you know, were kind of stretched, we didn't really, we, we didn't really explode in any of those, in any of those scenes really. But, yeah, but, okay. but, but, but you could totally play with the hardcore band. You could totally play with the, the punk band. I think that's almost the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it, it, it definitely, it, it, age, it ages better. I think too. I think that, you know, we, because we, you know, kind of stuck. Just you know, we I, I, we just played what we felt was 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 us, and uh, you know, we didn't really try to to, to tailor anything, to, you know, so that we would get certain types of shows or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, it ended us up. You know, we, we we ended up we jumped around, you know, a couple of different labels and stuff, and. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think in the long run, I'm 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 happy with 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 the road we took. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's such a good way to go um, for that. Yeah. And then the, um, I mean, when did you first hear the word emo? Being this washed up emo podcast, and um, you guys kind of um, where did you kind of when did you first hear it? And were you like what or did you? Oh, okay, yeah, that's just post hardcore. I, I I I do have um, a. Like I, I, I really remember it too, and it, it was that that same club I mentioned, Toe Jam and Long Beach, and it was you know it was very early in the nineties, maybe ninety, maybe ninety one, maybe I don't know, but we played we played a show, and we had we had this new newish song that we, we never really kept it. It was just this more of an instrumental thing, and and. Uh, I remember thinking, wow, this is kind of different for us. You know, at, at the time, we were really pretty straight pop punk kind of stuff. And uh, so we played the song at the end of the thing, at the end of the show. And I remember somebody, hearing from someone, 
saying, dude, that last song was so emo. And then I thought, I really didn't know. I don't, I, excuse me. I, I don't really know what you're trying to, what you're, what you're trying to say. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, and of course he explained it as emotional and, 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 and cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, you are correct. And then somebody else said, you know, he meant like the sort of Texas spring DC sort of thing, that sort of emo core stuff. I'm like, also, also cool. You know, I'll, 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 I'll take both, both those definitions. <laughs> but, um, but, but really like not more than, you know, a few months later, that's when the, the words, you start hearing it more often and it was, and it was thrown around everywhere. And I thought, okay, I, you know, we could, we, we could do this, you know, maybe, maybe that's what we are. And, uh, so, you know, we, we still, you know, we're, we're like a, a, a pop, popish, punkish band, but, uh, we always sort of, you know, sort of bordered on that emo side then. But yeah, I, I do remember that thinking that, Hey, these guys are onto something. That so. guy, that guy was totally a trendsetter. Maybe I wonder how, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah just... I, 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 I do. I wonder, I wonder what the context that the, the original comment was made. I wonder what he really meant by that. Yeah, like was he? You know, did he already know about the Discord stuff, or did he? Um, you know, someone sent him a record or something, or he just kind of. Yeah, I, I, I do not know, uh, well, but, 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 but I do remember that time. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, just from that, I mean, was there? negativity early on for you guys or were you like oh well that's that's kind of cool why don't we just because i i think the east coast i think there were some people that gravitated to it and the midwest kind of gravitated to it but i feel i don't really know much about you know if it was southern california was a kind of all right yeah but whatever we're still going to be punk or we're still going to be hardcore yeah i i I think the emo thing it was a smaller like a more of a smaller sect of 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 that but there, there, there was no negativity towards it at all. And I'm sure, you know, like I said, we were still, no matter what, no matter how emo we wanted to be or no matter how, what we were, thought we were doing, we were still always kind of on the, on the fringe of all these, these scenes happening. So, so I don't really, yeah, I'm not really sure. You know, like the guys that were really emo, the guys that were really doing it, um, you know, they, they may have a different take on it, on it than, than I would. You know, we were still just we were still just doing like what what we were doing, whether they called it emo or called it power pop or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, we we just kind of just continued doing what we were doing. And when you guys were you know in those scenes and and kind of gravitating between them, um, what did you like or dislike kind of about? being from there in shows, were there things that you were like, man, I wish we could easily play six cities in six days instead of, you know, or like six states even. Oh, um, well, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, the logistics is, it's, it sucks in California. Like we, 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 we could really only play like a, a hundred mile radius. And then after that, then, then you really have to, you know, you may as well just go on, go on tour. Yeah. And, 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 and we did, but but we, you know, as far as like our little area of of our state, we we kind of stuck to you know where we were from, you know, down in Southern California. And how were those early tours for you, or even you know tours later on with it? Was it? Um, I mean, obviously, it's so different from now. Um, were there yeah. any kind of things that you remember from it that you kind of look back on and wow, that was really fun, or oh wow, I cannot believe that happened, or that would never yeah, happen I mean, today. I, I, 
I remember, I, I remember everything. I, I mean, I, it's weird when I talk to, when I talk to younger, younger kids that are doing the, the band thing and, and they're booking their tour with the internet and they're, you know, they're posting MP3s and just, you know, it's, I remember we booked our first tour by putting an ad in Maximum Rock and Roll saying, hey, this is our band. We didn't, we didn't, we just had a demo and it was an ad and it says, you know, this is what we sound like. And if you're interested in having us come play your city, um, here's a phone number and give me, give, give us a call or, or, or write us a letter. <laughs> so, and so, you know, a few months of, of, of accumulating phone numbers and, and addresses and things like that, we put together a little, you know, a, a route around the, the states, and we, we found these little pockets of like-minded people and, and, and music scenes, and some of which we're still friends with those people today, you know, we've kind of just, you know, it, it, like, it, it's... It's really cool. Like some of my stronger friendships have come from those early tours where we were really, really doing it ourselves. And it was, it was, you know, we, had, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, we didn't have any help. We had, we had some stolen credit card, um, uh, calling card numbers to make, you know, to make all the, and we had, and we had the dialer, which is just this funky device that allowed you to, to not have to put change into a uh, payphone to make calls, but. Um, but yeah, things are, things are completely, completely different nowadays. It's, it's too easy. Yeah. I feel like the, there's a few bands that have mentioned the dialer. There's a few bands. I think everyone's mentioned <laughs> maximum rock and roll, uh, yeah. nine times out of 10, uh, discord gets brought up. So it's, it's mm-hmm. funny, no matter where the band was at that time, those few things were all sort of happening. And I, and I always yeah. try to think of what would be the maximum rock and roll back or what would be the, you know, the, is maximum rock and roll the, the pitchfork of the day or was it the, you know, was it the absolute punk? Um, I just, I, I was trying yeah. to think about that stuff. I'm like, cause it was, it was, everyone read it. Everyone, I mean, you got a tour from it and you yeah. put an ad where if you put an yeah. ad anywhere, no one's clicking on it, reading it or caring. I know. I know. I'm, I'm so old and out of touch now that I wouldn't even know. I, yeah, I wouldn't even know what, what that is today. Yeah. I'm sure that, should there, I'm sure there is one. I mean, there's got to be many, many of them now. You know, mm-hmm. many of those avenues to kind of figure out what's what's cool and, and, and how to get things done. But I'm a little, I'm just a little bit removed from that, and, and that's okay. Yeah, that's feel totally really, fine. I feel, I feel okay about it. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Well, I think too, yeah. it was even harder to, uh, you know, even make make a record. I mean, you needed to have a friend that had an eight track. You needed to have or a four track or whatever it was. And you yeah. needed to a friend with a studio and that was money. And now it's, I mean, we, we could make a song right now. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we, we, we could do it over the phone right now. And, and, and I've, <laughs> I've done that. I've done that already. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's easy, but you know, but, but, but as, as easy as it is and as accessible, everything is, there's, that many more people that are doing it, so that that's what makes it difficult now. Because you know everyone can do it, and it's 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 really hard to kind of cut through uh, these days. Yeah, and with I think the you know the scene that you guys were in, and sort of all the bands that were happening, and you guys were putting out a ton of stuff, um, and you know all the seven inches and things like. Mm-hmm. What was kind of keeping you going through that? Was it just 
well, let's get another seven inch out or let's get another record out. Um, and it just, you know, I think there's a lot of bands that kind of put out one record and even in from this era and even now, obviously it never stops, but like you guys were just still going, what was some of the motivation or would we guys just work together? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I never wanted to just be the band with the, with, with, with the one album. And, and I was, uh, I mean, the mo- we, we definitely, every time we went on tour, we would, you know, we would meet people and, and people would be so, so cool and so moved by our, our, our records. And so that was kind of a, a motivation to, to kind of keep, to keep it going, I guess. I mean, I, I, I like really a lot of the, the greatest compliments that we that we that we get and we, we still get, which is great, is that people say that your your music or your your catalog of of music is is a, like a document of of my life of of, of their you know of their life and, and and thing is it's it's a document of my life for sure, but just that's just kind of how I how I how I do. Um, but yeah, like, and so many people have, have have said the same thing, and that is like a huge motivation for continuing, you know, making music. And 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 you know, it, it, it's it's obviously it's not as it, it never got to be on, on on a grand scale, and the the, the numbers of people that, that are that feel this way are probably dropping as we speak, but there's still those people out there that that are, that are moved by by this stuff, and and they find it, you know, they 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 they, they find that it speaks to them, and that's and, you know, like for especially for for Game Face, that was a huge motivator. We would always come to some some city, and there would be at least a handful of people that were so appreciative and so happy and so eager to talk and like just to hang and, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was certainly more than, you know, trying to, trying to hit, hit it big and, and, and be rock stars. It was, it was, it was, it was a lot more about, about a community. Yeah. Us. And it seemed like more, it was, it was hand to hand. It was, you went to these cities and you knew that it was like those five kids kind of motivated you to the next date and, Kind of things yeah, were happening. Yep. Yeah, there wasn't like a we're going to be huge and get on a bus. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and that, that's the thing that you you see. I mean, even like kind of towards the end of our, you know, stint, like in the late late nineties, I guess those bands, you know, the, the younger bands that well, the ones that really came in and did what what we were doing, but got very successful on. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard to watch those bands come up. You know, kind of playing the same music, but 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 you know, truthfully, you know, doing it a lot smarter and doing it with, with more of a business mind. And it was it was it was a little hard for us to uh, to stomach sometimes because you know, if we feel like if we were smarter, if if or if we would have thought about that, we you know we never thought about that. We never thought about having a manager or a booking agent or really any. We never thought about publishing our music. You know, any of that stuff. It was just. We just wanted to make records so that we could go and play and 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 do that, and so um, yeah, the, the the group that came after us. I always feel like very there are large. Those... <laughs> Sorry, I, go, ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying that there are. There's, it's like there's always that. You know, there's those bands 
you know, I was going to ask, like, what bands do you think, some of them that were kind of forgotten that people should be talking about that maybe you had played with, and that kind of plays into, you know, you just see these bands, you're like, man, we've been doing this for five years, and then this one band has one record, and it's like, they figured yeah, everything yeah. out, they they figured out where to put it placed, or, you know, where to get it placed in a in a TV show, or they have uh, yeah. the, the, the right tour and the right manager, and then bang. And yes, it's yeah. the songs, and they're learning, and they always give shout-outs, but you kind of look at them and go, damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean and, and, and lots of times, you know, the, the, the bands are good, and, and they're deserving of their, of their success. Um, sometimes, sometimes not, but, um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I can't even really, I can't even really get my mind back to all the bands that should have been huge, um, and, and 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 of course there there are, there are many of those. Yeah, but um, I guess with 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 Game Face, I mean, was it writing songs? I mean, just the the plethora of songs you guys had and were writing, was it, all right, we have a tour coming up, we need to get a seven inch out or you guys just had the songs and when you got back and you were recording, you just had them ready. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah like we really didn't have, like I say, we, that would, that would have been too organized for, for, our, <laughs> for our, for the way we ran stuff. It was just like, we wanted to make a record so we would work and, and get one together so that we can continue doing, yeah, we, yeah, it really, it wasn't as calculated as, as that. It was just, um, you know, like I'm, I'm always just super hyper driven to make stuff anyway. So I, I'm always, I'm always writing songs. Um, you know, even like in the later game face years, I was writing a bunch of songs, whether they were for game face or not. I was just kind of, I, I just was kind of sitting on them. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I always, we always wanted to sort of stay on a stay on a schedule, but it but, but it wasn't really you know we, we didn't put up the calendar and say okay this is when we're going to go on tour so we need to have a record. It was just when you know I think I'll probably have you know all the songs ready in a month or two so let's get on it and and, and see and see what happens. But yeah, it was just really momentum from the last one get you to the next one and then see what you can do and about you know touring and stuff yeah it, it was really not, not very organized or not very methodical and you guys were on a pretty influential comp for me um the antimatter comp um yeah I, yeah I found a lot of bands that way um and i think That's compilation cool. yeah, was yeah. such a big thing well how, how did how did that come about that one was directly from from norm you know norm from texas is the reason he you know he he sort of handpicked that one and uh, we, you know, we that was right around the time when, when we were. It may have, I, don't know, I don't know if it came out before we. It probably did. It probably came out before Game Face and Texas went on tour together. But we went. We toured like after three to get ready. Came out. We toured with Texas. And uh, that might. Have, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was probably a result. Probably it was probably a result of the Texas is the reason tour. But yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, that that was really all all norm. Like he he, um, we we, we definitely owe, owe him for that, and, and 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 you know, and 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 sort of keeping us in in that scene because you know, like I said, we we may be the you know the the odd man on that on that record, but it's you know it still sounds like we belong. But I've always felt like you know we we were one of those fringe bands that could that could you know. 
easily be clipped. Yeah, but, uh, but you guys but yeah, were track I'm, two I'm, on it, man. You were track two. That's right. Yeah, but, and, and that, and that I, was, I, was, I was impressed because usually we're, we, we get buried on, on all those all those comps. But yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I thought that was, I mean, that was, I think I, that possibly could have been for me how I found out. Um, I mean, 94, 95 is when I sort of started listening and finding bands. And so I think 96, that was definitely, um, yeah. and, and time matter was a, you know, great introduction to a lot of bands. Um, and then I think, I think another game face song I just thought of that I think, I think gets played every month on our emo night in new york city is my star i think that oh cool and i just think you know what that one is you know i think that one just epitomizes you guys and the hooks and the um sort of the punk it's just i never thought of you a punk band either but you're so funny you said that earlier about it we're not emo we're not punk but it's like everyone listened to it it everyone had the game face record so i i think that's almost a better testament than Fuck them! Like I didn't listen to that shit, you know. And but it was yeah. like, no, I have the Game Face record, so <laughs> you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, that, that, that song which certainly are, are are almost are are almost hit. And I know that there's a you know the, I went to the UK last summer, and uh, people were telling me that like for that there was like a couple years where you could not. You couldn't not hear it if you were out at a pub or something. No shit, that that's crazy. awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was really, really, really quite cool. Yeah. And uh, so that was some of the, you know, the were you going over there for the solo stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just did like a little solo acoustic tour last summer. Cool. What was the reaction? Yeah. Was it people requesting songs from things you didn't even remember? Or was it a lot of... Um, the... That one, uh, well, it, it, I, I specifically or, or I meant to sort of play a little of everything. I played some game based songs, of, and I have a pretty pretty decent catalog of, of solo material too. And so I, I, I split it up pretty pretty well because I figured, you know, people want to hear the hits. Yeah. <laughs> they, want hear, they want to hear the old stuff. They want to hear the you know. So yeah, so I pretty much just prepared to you know play you know, you really sort of spam the whole, the whole catalog. And it was cool. It, it was definitely, you know, I, I didn't play very many shows. It was just, it was more of a, more of a family vacation. I brought the, the wife and the child and we all traveled together and we met, like I was talking to you earlier, we met, you know, lots, lots of people, lots of people that were into game face back in the old days that I've, you know, stayed friends with. And, you know, we, we would stay with them and hang out and go, go out to dinner and stuff. And, my daughter saw guys with game face tattoos and uh, I, I signed posters and stuff and, and she, she was, she was pretty impressed. <laughs> yes. Why I don't do that uh, here at home. Um, <laughs> I love that. I don't though. care about me here at home. <laughs> but I yeah, um, yeah it, it, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was great. Go over there. Yeah, and then how, how did it, you know, from, you know, the game face stuff and you doing, I mean, I, if so many, you know, records, you know, as a solo musician, how did that kind of appease? I think it fits, it, it transitions great. I think everyone does the solo record at, at one point, but to keep doing yeah. it and kind of evolving, it kind of, it makes total sense because your songs were, I think you could, you could hear any of the Game Face songs and kind of hear it slow down. 
Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah. I, well, how did that kind of appease you or how did you sort of come to that? You're like, you know what? I think I want to, you know, slow it down a little bit and play some more. Yeah, well, I mean, like I, like I was saying, I, I, I had always, uh, I'm always writing. I'm always writing. I always try, you know, try to keep writing. And, and um, even when I knew that Game Face was kind of at the end of our, end of our course, I really already had like the the, the solo record in my in my mind. You know, like I was like, okay, this is this is the time. This is what you know, so I'm going to do. And and it was at a pretty pretty heavy transitional period in, in my my life anyway so it, 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 it felt natural to okay I'm going to strip away the, the 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 distortion and the whatever and I'm going to make a I'm, I'm still going to make a rock record but it's going to be you know it's going to be a, a different a different kind of thing so I, I did I did two well two and in, 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 in a couple EPs you know but I did two solo records that um they're really still very autobiographical but um but they are self described as sickeningly sweet they're they're really just they're about my you know about my my family and my and about my my life now and and my home and 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 so there's nothing there's nothing punk rock about it it's just it's really these these sort of sweet things for my 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 daughter and my you know, my wife and and uh you know, there's definitely a, a, a lot of that going on with game, in, in game face songs too, but um, but yeah, but I, I'm, I'm glad, but I'm glad to have had the opportunity to, to to make to make these solo records as again as more more documents for my for my life and but um, but yeah, and 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 now that this the new the newest thing I've been doing is with my buddy uh, Papa from Farside. We had the new new band that we've been playing. Uh, called your favorite train wreck, and that is kind of going back to more of the, more of the rock and roll, and more of the, the, the um, you know, like we really, really did try to put our backgrounds and influences together to make to make this this new new project. How did you? I mean, from that stuff, it is kind of always full circle. It's the you had your band, you were done it, you did the solo thing, you kind of come back to rocking. And I think so many bands this year, with so many reunions and things happening, and um, obviously the Rev shows out in California, Refused, yeah. Promise Ring, Braid, um, countless um, ones I'm forgetting. Yeah, um, it it must kind of be at a point where you're like, we just want to have fun. What what's sort of the is it just you just want to have fun and have music? I mean, obviously, it's not like you're, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously, you'd want it, but you're not, you're not expecting anything. It's just out of love. Yeah, it, it's, I, I honestly think, and for all those bands, too, because we're all, I would imagine we're all roughly the same age, and I think that we've, we've gotten out all the, you know, like, I think we've, we're at a spot in our, in our lives where none of the old, None of the old bullshit and the, the, the scene politics and uh, none of that really matters anymore. Nobody's trying to, no one's trying to get huge. No one's trying to get famous. And it, and it, it's not necessarily like the, you know, ponytail and Corvette sort of midlife crisis thing, but it's like, but it, but it's, it, but it's like you look back and like when now, I mean, just just getting back together with with the Game Face guys and playing these shows, 
just as people just kind of being in the same room together, oh, there's so much water under the bridge and none of that stuff. And, and there, there, you know, there were things that we can't even really remember why they got so tense and so out of control. And none of that stuff matters anymore. Cause I think we, we've lived enough and we can look back with a very clear view of, of what's happened and, and look ahead to, to what exactly, to what's important now. And so, you know, like, like, really, I think a couple of years ago, I might not even have felt the same way. I would, I would have said, "There's no way, I'm, you know, Game Face is doing anything. It's, it's in the past. It doesn't, you know, it should stay there." But you know what? I mean, it, like, yeah, I, I, we really do. It was a really special thing. It's a huge thing in my life. So why not? Why not just experience it again without any, without any baggage? You know, just just for the sake of how much the songs mean to us and just, you know, just enjoy it. Like, and just enjoy it without any other, you know, it's, it really, I mean, I know, I know I'm, I'm hardly making sense right now. No, I, it, it makes complete <laughs> sense. And it, I have yeah. a stuttering problem, but. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but, but I have really, one too. <laughs> but, it, but it is, it, it, it's all about, um, all that water under the bridge and, and just in, and really looking back with a, a more of a clear view of, of, of what's important now and, and what really drove you the, the first time around. And so all that bullshit's out of the way. I agree it, completely. really good. I agree completely. I think that's such a, I didn't think of it that way as it's sort of like the emo midlife crisis. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it is. I think that is what it's called because it's, it's mm-hmm. that, you know, you, yeah, two, I mean, you're totally right. Even two years ago, if I'm trying to do this podcast, I don't think people are willing to talk. Um, right. I yeah. just, I just think it, it was too, for some reason, it was too open. It, or it wasn't, mm-hmm. they didn't want to, you know, say anything or um, they didn't know the band members. But then you're right, like the last year or so, it was like, oh, well, you know, well, maybe we should do it. And, and you're right, mm-hmm. it's everyone forgot all the other bullshit that, oh, this guy always snored and never always kept me up and I can't yeah. stand him. Yeah. And they kind of remembered, yeah. remember when we first got together and played music? I think that's what it is. It's, and I, totally. Um, I think I the emo midlife crisis. We have we, yeah. we have now labeled we, we, it. <laughs> <laughs> we have there's got to be a term we can we can shorten and and, uh, and, and kind of coin it. We can coin it right now. <laughs> um, I remember you even just like you know, and the thing it, it didn't happen. It, it just it, it didn't just happen to game face just this year. We you know, and, and it did take it took at least two years of t- like kind of talking about talking about maybe possibly <laughs> getting in a room together, but maybe playing or maybe just hanging out. Like we, it was such a slow thing. Two years ago, I do remember we all met for the first time, you know, in seven, eight, nine years. We all, we all kind of got together. Uh, yeah. We, we hadn't been in the same room together, but, we we did and we we just hung out. We just we hung out and we kind of aired everything and talked about stuff. And we didn't even we were talking. We didn't really talk about playing. We just talked about hanging out and like um, you know if we were to have moved, if, we, if we were we all knew if we were going to be able to move forward, we would know if we could handle just kind of you know just talking. And it wasn't like no one. It wasn't like any a huge 
blow up, you know, it wasn't like lots of fights and it was just, it was more the things that we didn't say that kind of tore us apart. So we finally, you know, again, with all this hindsight, we were able to sit down and just talk and, and, and have a good time. And it really wasn't until like six, eight, nine months later where we all talked again. And then, you know, it took a little bit of this, but as the end of last year kind of came to a close, Todd, our guitar player, he and I started getting together, you know, once a week just to hang, play a little acoustic guitar and kind of run through some of the old, old songs. And, and we, he and I said, okay, if, if this goes well, if we can stand each other by, you know, by Christmas time, then, then January 2012, we're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna see what, see what happens. And so we did, and it was fucking amazing. Like we, we, we all, we, we, all showed up and not missing a beat, played and sounded better than than I remember us ever sounding. So it really, it really was. I it, 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 we think we needed all those steps. We needed all that time. We needed, and then we needed that sort of limbo time to sort of get used to get used to having each other in our lives again, even just talking. But yeah, I mean, it was something about this year that everything was just ready, ready to go again. Yeah, and that's such a b- interesting thing to... Yeah, you got in a room and it wasn't like, all right, let's start playing a song. It was, let's talk about talking about playing. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm glad that we went and, we did it that way because if we would have forced it and tried to play, then, you know, because at, at the time I was like, I don't I don't need to play because I'm, I'm already playing a lot of music. I, I do, you know, I, I play with a couple bands and I just, you know, it wasn't wasn't the playing of music that I that I missed. It was, you know, it, it, it was it was the you know the uh, the game face element that I, that I missed, and that couldn't happen until all of the other nonsense was was talked about and and put in the past and stuff. So I feel like we're you know now we're never there, and I don't know what the future really looks like, but I'm really happy with with where we are now. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a really good feeling to, you know, even even um, past members who, like our original bass player, Paul, who, I guess if there were to be a falling out, he and I, you know, that was the most difficult relationship, but but uh, this this whole thing forced me to, uh, to get on, you know, to really try to get in, back in touch with him and at least, again, talk about, or at least you know put all the nonsense in the past and and uh, you know agree to disagree and, and and say that that stuff doesn't matter anymore. He, he declined um, you know joining the band, <clears throat> but but I think that that was that was fine and that's kind of what we were hoping anyway. So um, our, our our the bassist guy he played on our our last record. Basically, it's the it's the last lap of the band that we're continuing on with. So, yeah, I mean, everything really did all the all the things that kind of happened as you know because of this whole thing. The world, as far as I'm concerned, is is in a way better place. Yeah, it seems like it's you know, kind with, of with all these old relationships and stuff. Yeah, you kind of went full circle and sort of called everybody and said it kind of you're yeah. sort of at ease a little bit and. And yeah. you, you'd kind of mentioned that you kind of what's what's the future hold you don't know. Do you what is kind of in the future for you guys? Um 
Uh, what do you think? If if you could, well, I mean, we we we're not we're trying not to pass this year. We have some shows. We have we have the next thing we're playing in Philadelphia with Refuse and the Promise Ring. Two you know two bands again from the same sort of era that are getting they're back together this year and um, we're doing that and then we are doing. I'm not at liberty to say. But, <laughs> there, um, <laughs> there, there, there may be a show in New York. How about let's say that? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's there's definitely. Well, there's, I think I think we could say that there's definitely a show in New York, and there there, there, there may be a few others cool. around that 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 area of the world as well. But um, it's, yes, that that's kind of where we're leaving it, and then um, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I honestly don't, don't know. I mean, we. We said we, you know, we would at least go in for these shows and just and see where how we feel about it. Um, you know, we're all old guys and have families and, and jobs and things to do. So you know, we can be obviously can't look at it like we used to. But um, you know, judging from how how it's gone and, and, and how we all feel about playing together again, I, I you know, I would certainly you know guess that. You know, it would be it would hopefully go beyond this year. Cool. And then you'll still be writing solo stuff, still making records in that world. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still yeah I'm still doing yeah I've got a couple other projects that are going on right now. But, um, but yeah, that, that's all going to stay the same. And um, yeah, it's just good to have you know it's like an old your old friend back in the you know back in the crew. So it's yeah. It's it's nice. It's it's like I, like I said. It just it feels like all things are are right again. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, th- those are all the questions I had. I think uh, you really uh, you were saying halfway through you were like, uh, you know, I don't really know if I'm making sense, and I was like nodding my head the whole time because it <laughs> made total sense the whole way. So um... okay. Well, maybe you can maybe you can edit some. Uh... Some, you know, some stuttering, or whatever. but um, uh, that's all good. No, man, all the warts and all, I, I, I had a stuttering problem when I was. I, I had something that deal with, and I think uh, that's the beauty about this thing. A lot of people have been writing me and just saying, you know, uh, just to hear things off the cuff and not have them be so, you know, in yeah. one little article in AP, but it's actually a, a long yeah. form sort of discussion. I think I don't yeah. think this has happened before. I don't think there's any other thing out there that these bands are able to kind of express themselves. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Like if I have to do another email interview, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I, I, I can't stand, like, I, I don't like to type anyway. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, yeah, it's so yeah, this is, this is really, this is great. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. We, we, uh, we, we, um, definitely could, you know, use a little, you know, a little more information about game face out there. A lot of people say, yeah, you don't really have a lot of, if I look you up on YouTube and, and on the internet, there's not a lot of of information, not a lot, not a lot of stuff out there. And I think it's like our heyday was right, just right before the internet. Yeah, just right before. <laughs> and so, yeah, which is really, it, it, I, it makes, yeah, I guess it makes us sound really pretty old. <laughs> Well, that's, that's why the that's site's that. called Washed Up Emo. So yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, had you had you heard about the site before Francis had had mentioned? No, it I, 
I, I, I, you know, I, I wanted to mention him in, in, in the, in the, in the interview, but he, he knows, he, he knows he's, he's one of the guys that, that, that we, you know, that game face, we, we met him on our first tour. And from then on, it was, you know, we, you know, and, and I, I, I imagine you're aware that he, he and I did a split together. Yeah, and, for and, sure. Uh, yeah. 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 And his, his version of uh, game faces, green tree is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Francis is um, the man. He yeah, uh, he, he he was he recorded you know a record or a, a couple songs of the band I was in, and then also um, he was on the Emo Diaries comp that my band was on. Yep. Um, oh so yeah. Just, what, 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 what's your band? It was called Halifax Code, and it was a, we were around for maybe a year and a half, and did a f- three comps, recorded some songs, and it went on to become Robbers on High Street. Um, okay. I left. I left. The bass player left, and he Ben. Um, got a bunch of or a couple other guys, and they kind of went on and did robbers on. I kind of picked. Basically, okay. it was like I could have done the band, or I could have had a job. And I was like, I like full time yeah. job and uh, and benefits, so I kind of went that route and yeah. did some solo yeah. stuff on my end. But yeah, cool. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that's 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 really. I mean, yeah. And I hear you with the. Uh, I always always I always had the backup plan. It was not even. It wasn't even really a backup plan. It was like the first plan. You know, to have a career, real career. And, uh, you know, and it's, if, if I can, if, if, and that's kind of where I'm at now, if my, and I always thought if my real career will allow me to, to continue to do music, that's how, that's how I want to do it. And my, my wife will, will attest to that. Like, that's the way, that's the way to do it. Cause, uh, you know, it, yeah, cause now I really have put in 10 years on, on my career and I'm, I'm in a really good spot and I make a decent living and, and it allows me to, to do, to, you know, to take these, little trips and play music and pretend I'm a, a rock star from time to time. So. Well, as long as your daughter thinks you're cool, I think you've, that's the win because you want her, you want her to listen to you. So if you, she thinks oh, yeah, daddy's cool, you're all set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, like as of now, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, doing pretty well. I'm sure there's going to be a time in junior high where you are not be, cool. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and that's probably okay.
Die. 